Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan. So you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I want to help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You don't have to have an aesthetic. You don't have to have perfect branding. You don't have to have your message nailed down. Invite people into your life right now. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I've been spending a ton of time in my DMs lately, and this episode is inspired directly by you and the one question I keep seeing pop up again and again. It's this. But Jenna, what if I don't have a big following or I'm literally starting from ground zero? Can I really do this? Am I too late? I can't help but laugh when I scroll back to my earliest days on Instagram. There are tons of grainy photos of my dogs and random hashtag inspiring quotes that I found from who knows where filling my feed, which, by the way, had absolutely zero consistency or flow. I actually thought Instagram was just this way to edit photos if I'm being truly transparent and aesthetic wasn't even a word in my vocabulary. I'd post when I felt like it. I captioned like it was my scrapbook and I didn't have an ounce of strategy or even know for a long time that I could benefit from having one. Everyone starts somewhere, right? And even though I teach Instagram and social media strategy now, I didn't always have one. I also didn't magically start with thousands of followers and a clear vision for how the social media world could transform, enhance, and even sustain my business. I wish I'd had a crystal ball to see into the future, but just like you, I couldn't. But I am also not so far removed to remember what it feels like to simply start or pivot your existing account that's followed just by friends and family into something that is more intentional. 
It's taken years for me to refine my process and to create systems that work consistently. And I still learn every single day as the platforms evolve. I think that's such a big part of business ownership. No matter if it's day one or year 10, it's embracing the change, evolving the brand and the message and paying attention for updates that are going to come with every aspect from social media to software to team pivots and beyond and digging into the learning opportunities that will come along with them. But if you're just starting like today with sharing that you want to make a difference or discovering your superpower and wanting to take action on it, or maybe you have a business idea, but you don't have a website or your offer set up just yet, social media is the place to begin leaving hints, to begin sharing your journey and inviting others to hold you accountable and paving the path for your people to find what you're about to drop into their worlds. And before we start, just know, you do not need tons and tons of followers to make a difference. You do not need to have your entire business trajectory mapped out. You do not need to have an editorial calendar or a team or a website or professional photography or anything that might seem, quote, official to you in the business world. All that other stuff will come together eventually, but for now, your focus is to lay the foundation. And that, my friends, is the beauty of social media. If you start showing up now, sharing what you're doing and ramping up, people aren't going to be totally blindsided one day when you're just like, hey, I have this new thing that I'm offering up just for you. Take them on this journey with you. When you start sharing intentionally right now, like I mean this week or even today, it's solely starting to warm up your followers for what is to come. And the amazing part of that is it's all about attracting and repelling. The people who don't want or need what you're doing, they'll probably hightail it on out of there. And hang on a sec, before the wind gets sucked out of you and you lose your breath, I know what you're thinking, but don't let that thought give you anxiety. Bidding a few farewells throughout the process isn't a negative thing. It's actually a good thing because the people who do need what you're preparing, who are inspired by what you're sharing, and who are watching as you lead up to your soon-to-be business venture, they will be able to find you and support you and follow along. It's all about attract and repel. And so, yes, some of the fat will be trimmed, but that also means that you'll have more space and energy to attract and serve the right people. And that's what really matters in the online space anyways. Today, I want to get into the five ways you can begin utilizing social media right now if you are starting from nothing, from ground zero. I know it can be so overwhelming to have this little inkling inside of you to do something more, something great. Maybe you have an idea for a service you want to begin or an offering or a system you'd like to teach and share with others. Maybe you want to lead events or masterminds on a specific topic you're well-versed in, or you have a product that you'd love to begin creating and selling. The thought of going from regular old you to business owner extraordinaire or CEO is stressful to say the least. And I can't tell you how often I've had people with just an idea ask me, but how? Like, how do I just start? How can I begin impacting people right now? Is there really a way? Am I too late? And my answer is always, there is a way. You can do this. It's free. And guess what? You're probably already hanging out there, maybe even wasting time on it daily. And it's through social media. 
So let's dive in today on what to do if I were starting over, starting from scratch, or pivoting my current audience of friends and family and that random human you met that one college night at Pizza Hut back in 2008 that added you as a friend because it is time to simply start and to stop believing the lie that you're too late to the game. The starting phase is easily the hardest and most gritty because we often think of all the things we need to do. And so this episode is about paring it down, simplifying and removing the barriers to entry so that you can legit get started right away. By the end of this show, I want you to be equipped to begin nurturing your following and stepping into the person and the CEO you are becoming. So let's get into it. Are you ready? We're going to dive in. First, I want you to not think about launching or strategy or a logo or the perfect name for an LLC. None of that crazy stuff in terms of running a business just yet. Just focus on who you already have in your court. The followers you might already have are probably there for a reason. And sure, if you're not in the entrepreneurial space, many of them are probably family members and friends. And so they are actually the perfect group to begin nurturing. If you're legit starting from zero and you don't have an Instagram or a Facebook account, do not fret. You can still jump in feet first. Signing up for an account and beginning to connect with and follow friends and family is super easy and Instagram and Facebook make it absolutely foolproof. Just create an account, upload a profile photo, and when you sync your name and email and phone number with your account, it automatically begins sourcing people you know from your contacts so that you can just click follow. And they'll likely be excited to see that you've joined the platform and will follow you back. Now, On another note, if you do already have an Instagram or Facebook, but have kept it on private to keep your world a little more behind the scenes from the rest of the world, or you're hiding those awkward high school photos from your colleagues, zero shame. But I would recommend doing a clean sweep of your content, deleting or archiving anything that you wouldn't want the world to see, and then taking the plunge into the public profile land. While I totally get why you might want a private profile, for the sake of growing your audience and building a brand, you'll definitely want to make the leap to public. Later in this episode, we're going to talk about the power of hashtags to reach new people who might be interested in what you're doing, but hashtags only work if your profile is set to public. Plus, you're creating and about to be growing something really incredible, and that's worth opening up your world a bit to get your voice heard and to begin attracting the right people to your tribe. I know it can feel weird to announce your new dreams or that passion you've been keeping a secret, but if your own friends and family don't support your desire, to chase your dreams or make your impact, then we probably have a bigger problem at play here. Think about it. These are the people who care about you and your journey. So if you begin sharing about your new idea or venture, odds are most of them will be so supportive of you and even have people they know who could benefit from the new thing you've got going on. The more you're open and willing to share, the more natural it will feel for them to share your stuff with other people that they know. The other day, a memory popped up into my feed from my first wedding that I ever shot, which happened to be my brother-in-law's wedding. And I had posted it on Facebook, my personal page, in an album titled My First Wedding Photography Project. (laughs) Notice I said the word first because I knew it was just the start of something. I didn't push anyone on anything. I didn't ask anyone to go like a page. I just started sharing what I was doing so that people started to think of me when they thought of photography. 
See how easy and not scary it can be to start sharing what you're up to? Just start talking about what you're doing, what you're up to, what you're learning. Take people on this journey with you. Don't sell a thing or even have a call to action. Just share, 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 and openly share some more. It's literally the quickest and simplest word of mouth marketing, and it happens to be free. So instead of looking at brands or influencers and wishing you had their follower account, realize that the people in your audience are there because they love you and support you already. Like that's major. This is your little test crowd where you can bounce ideas off of them, ask for feedback and prompt them to spread the word about what you're doing. It's kind of like your safe and sweet beehive for getting started and for generating buzz. See what I did there? (laughs) And trust me when I say I know how scary the early days of starting anything can be. You can't help but worry if people will like what you're doing or have a need for it or make fun of it offline. But honestly, wouldn't you rather share it with your closest circle first to get feedback and affirmation and support and then refine as you grow and lead up to the actual launch of what you're working on? If you want a tactical assignment before we move on to step two, here it is. Today, I want for you to do a post and tell your audience, whether it's five people or 500, that you're trying something new and you'd love to know what three words come to mind when they think of you. See if they align with the direction you're wanting to go. Maybe the response or responses will encourage you or inspire you. But if anything, it will help you to get into the habit of letting people into the process and inviting that engagement. And here's the thing. Don't get frustrated or upset if no one responds. Let that help you to see that maybe you've never actually invited people to comment or give feedback or voice their ideas on your own platform. Something that we often forget to do as we share our lives. And if anything, feel the confidence that will come as you try something new and invite the people who might already be there to just go a step deeper with you. And hey, if you're up for it, tag me when you do this so that I can see that you are stepping out and being bold. I love watching you guys take these tips and apply them. Now, simply starting, whether you launch an account today where only your mom and your friend follow for now, or using what you've already got online is the best place to begin. Doesn't that seem so much more comfortable than quote unquote, perfecting your business plan and offer, not sharing a word about it, and then cold launching it out into the world without a clue if your messaging is right, or if anyone cares or the offer even fits? Now, this leads me to my next point. Number two, start giving your followers a peek inside what you're starting to work on, even if you're still figuring it out yourself, even if you're taking a course or going through a program to specifically nail down your offer and your strategy. A lot of times we believe that we have to show up when we have all the answers, when things can be wrapped up with a pretty bow and we have it all figured out. But I've made a way bigger impact in the seasons when I chose to show up as I was learning, when things were messy and imperfect. In fact, those shares resonated the most because that's what most of our lives look like behind the scenes. And let's be real here. Not having the answers or everything figured out is probably the most relatable and real way to start sharing about your journey. People love to see the process. They want to know that you're learning and how you're using it to create your offer and build something new. That's why we love shows like Shark Tank. It shows these people with stories of adversity and overcoming hardship and then creating something usually really, really incredible. Like we love to see the veil being removed and behind the scenes, the unfolding from going from who you currently are to who you are becoming. 
So start leaving breadcrumbs, like talk about the course you're taking or the personal transformation you're experiencing or the thing you're starting to work on launching. Give peeks behind the curtains of what you're learning and beginning to lead up to. These little snippets will almost prep your followers for what's coming instead of just one day out of the blue announcing like, I have this thing, come and buy it. We've all seen that happen before and it can be a major turnoff for most people. We desire as human beings to see journeys, not just the destination. And so when you show how you're progressing through it, it almost endears people to you more. It makes you human. Like you don't have to have the answers. You're figuring it out and learning as you go. And you're putting in the effort and the hustle to make it happen. My students that have gotten the best results, even when starting from zero, are the ones who invited people to go on the journey with them from day one. The ones who invited others to learn alongside of them, to celebrate their wins and navigate those failures. So start sharing that messy middle today. Here's an action tip for step two. What would it look like if you shared your own story behind something you're passionate about? Maybe it's a story of transformation where you can paint that before and after and share a little bit of how you worked through a personal transformation or challenge to allow people to visualize themselves working through something similar while simultaneously inviting people to celebrate your victory alongside of you. Let me tell you, like the internet is in desperate need of people who are willing to spread joy and to celebrate. So people will love to hear what you're up to and the story behind something you're leaning into. Every single time I've invested into an online course or a mastermind or some sort of mentorship, I've shared about it publicly. Do you want to know why? Because I want people to hold me accountable. And I know that if I publicly proclaim that I'm going to do something, whether it's running a marathon or learning something new, just that public proclamation on its own is like an accountability buddy built in. Knowing that even if just one person saw that post, they might someday ask me how it's going. And I'd hate to not follow through on that promise to myself and that proclamation that I made to anyone who would pay attention to it. Listen to this stat here if you don't believe me. The American Society of Training and Development did a study on accountability and found that you have a 65% chance of completing a goal if you commit to someone. And if you have a specific accountability appointment with a person you've committed, you will increase your chance of success by up to 95%. So what if in sharing your goal, you not only knew you'd be accountable to it, but it increased your chance of finding someone who's working towards something similar and be interested in being accountability buddies through the process with you, increasing your chance of success by up to 95%. That's wild, right? And social media can help facilitate that. So share your experience while you're in progress and way before you're already done. The progression will be as much of a journey for your followers as it is for you. And because most people start sharing when they're already done and ready to sell an offer, it's hard for others to keep up with and genuinely feel connected to what you've been working so hard to create. So share your messy middle today. For the third step, I want for you to think about this. Have you ever heard someone say, dress for the job you want? Or is it just my mom who told me that? I mean, yes, I am here right now recording in t-shirts and leggings. And most days I have a top bun on my head. And I'm definitely dressing for the work from home mama and CEO life I've built. But you can also show up on your social platforms as the person you want to become. 
Start by changing all of your social media bios to express where you want to go, not where you've been. Use titles that communicate the role you're morphing into and where you want to be. Or say things like, obsessed with X, Y, and Z. Or I help these types of people do blank. Basically something that you're working towards to convey themes, topics, and ideas you're in pursuit of. This is essentially your tagline or headline that help people connect with your account and let them know what they can expect from following you. Start weaving this shift into your content as you begin to post. Like I always talk about how brands should have three main brand stories, their origin story, transformation story, and possibility story. If you're just starting out right now, this, this moment today is your origin story. Like right now, you are living it. So share the reason why you're pursuing this new thing, this new idea. What is your motivation? What is your why? What inspired you to finally make the leap and go for it? How did you come to this thing and decide to act on it? Share snippets of this story in all of your content. You all can probably recite my origin story better than I can. You all know it. I bought a $300 camera off Craigslist to escape my windowless corporate office, yada, yada, yada. But this story is so important to me and my brand because it paints the picture for other people to know where I started and simultaneously allows them to understand my origins, where I was when all of this began and what my driving force was. Now, after your origin story comes a story of transformation. Your transformation story is commonly the moment or the moments in your life when you realized or decided, I need more, more impact, more influence, more meaning, more levity, more beauty, more joy, more compassion. We all have these shifting moments that come where things just kind of click and you have this clear realization of something that needs to change. What was the situation that led up to it? How did you come to that decision? What did you do as a result? You might have one big transformation story or you might have a couple. Dipping into these in your content places your followers in a place of relatable understanding because every single one of us has experienced something that changed a core belief or disrupted our neat and shiny idea of what we should be doing or the plans that we should be pursuing. I have a million stories of transformation, but one that I commonly share is when I was a wedding photographer and I finally hit six figures, but I was so burnt out and miserable that I ended up being willing to cut my workload in half because I knew that I couldn't go on like that, that that version of success that I'd created for myself had actually led to misery. And it was when I finally decided to cut back that I was given the gift of time again. And with that extra time was when I started this very podcast podcast that you're listening to. And I launched the education side of my business that changed everything for me. That transformation story helps people to see where I was, what shifted, and it hopefully allows people to imagine their own parallel transformation. And finally, the third story, the possibility story. Now this can show up in two different ways. The first way is to show what is possible through your personal experience. Basically, if you can do this thing, anyone can, and you become the possibility for others. And this might sound counterintuitive when you're just starting out, but listen up. Starting is often the hardest part of creating something. You simply beginning on the path, digging into an idea that captivated you is showing that it's possible for so many others. 
What challenges did you have to overcome to finally begin? Were there fears? Were there insecurities? How are you pushing past them? What would you tell someone else that's afraid to start? Paint the picture of possibility, even though you don't have all the answers. Actually, especially because you don't have all the answers. The other side of the possibility story is to share other people's stories, the ones that you've impacted or worked with or have been inspired by or have helped you transform. And don't panic if this hasn't happened yet. I just want to plant seeds for down the road when you have success stories from those you've impacted because sometimes other people's stories are the ones that paint the possibility even better than your own journey. So possibility stories are all about showing the progress or impact to help people imagine themselves experiencing that same outcome. Get it? I mean, seeing someone else starting and sorting things out along the way is something beautiful. And sharing your story as you go will show both your humanness and your courage. No, it isn't easy to start, but having these brand stories to integrate into your content will not only humanize you, but it'll get people cheering you on and excited for what is to come next as you continue figuring it out and taking the next step and the next step and the next For step number four, I have to share what I believe is the most underestimated and underrated tool on social media, hashtags. Now, I did a whole deep dive on hashtags and how to use them strategically in episode 308, and it's chock full of the best practices, what not to do, and strategies to easily incorporate them into your Instagram game. If you're ready to fully utilize their power, be sure to listen to that episode or read the recap at jennacutcherblog.com slash hashtags. For now, I want to give you my top three hashtag tips to start working into your brand new posts today. Number one, quality over quantity. You want to be selective in the hashtags that you use and make sure that they resonate with your ideal client and that it's something your ideal client is actually searching for or will connect with. Find five to 10 people you look up to who have similar businesses to the one that you're starting to build and follow them in order to study what they're posting. What hashtags do they use for their content? Build a little bank of industry-specific hashtags that you can pull from for each of your posts. And the more specific, the better. Hundreds of thousands of people will use hashtag entrepreneur every day. So how can you be specific and targeted with yours? Utilize geography, your specific area of interest or niche, and anything that details exactly what's in the photo and what you do. For example, hashtag Wisconsin painter will track a whole lot better than just hashtag artist. Number two, make sure your hashtags match the image and the caption. Instagram specifically is getting smarter in a lot of ways. We all know that. So if you have a photo of your pancakes and a blood orange mimosa, don't start hashtagging things like hashtag digital marketing or hashtag wedding photographer. Make sure your image and caption correlate with the hashtags that you're choosing to use. Instagram actually has technology to scan images and verify that your hashtag and your captions make sense with the image that's posted and that they may penalize you if yours don't share a common theme or topic. It's another reason why quality beats quantity. It's way better to have 10 super strategic related hashtags instead of 30 semi-random ones. The number three, don't use the same batch of hashtags in every single post. 
Another thing that's a red flag for the algorithm gods that be is when you slap on the same exact grouping of hashtags for every single post, their technology sees that and senses a little fishiness and they may suspect that it's a bot posting, not even real life you. Plus, there's no way that the same group of hashtags are relevant for each and every single post you make. That's why I really recommend creating a bank of hashtags within different categories that you post. If you know and are familiar with my JK5 method, it's essentially choosing five categories to post about and rotate into your content. For example, my JK5 categories would be motherhood, body image, business, family, and travel. Once you know yours, you can literally create a Google Doc or a list in your phone for each category that lists groups of hashtags that are specific, relevant, industry-related, and topic-related. That way, for each post you make, you can quickly pull a bundle of hashtags that make sense and can expand your reach to other people interested in similar topics, therefore growing your following. Now, don't let this step overwhelm you. Hashtags are meant to simplify people's way of finding you. And so maybe just start really small and think of five hashtags that will help connect you to your future audience and just start using them today. You can get down to the nitty gritty science of them later, but I wanted to share this tip because it's an underutilized tool to help you grow and start your following and gain interest in the topic that you're pivoting into. Now, my final tip is one that I wouldn't have even considered nine years ago. I'm pretty sure they didn't even exist back then, but my goodness, what did we do before Facebook groups? By joining groups within your niche or eventually even starting one of your own, you're automatically ingrained and knit into the fabric of a community of like-minded people. What a gift, especially in this online space where so many of our digital connections can feel totally surface level and fleeting. We have several Facebook groups for the different facets of my business, and they're basically like these mini masterminds and communities where peers can come together, where people can ask questions and get support and cheer one another on and brainstorm together. When you are just starting out, I recommend joining one or two in the industry you're pursuing in order to A, watch how groups administrators facilitate interactions and nourish that community, and B, to generate your own community of people in your industry through genuine interactions and encouragement. Just start typing in the search bar keywords or topics or titles on Facebook to see which groups pop up that you can request to join or request access to. There are so many different communities waiting for you to join and pro tip, show up with a heart to serve and to not sell. The givers inside of groups always come out winning way more than the takers. Be open to meeting new people, to creating connections, to taking friendships offline and outside of the group, and Don't just be a wallflower. Interact and contribute. Later down the road, once you've nurtured an audience and launched your goods, you might discover that it's the right time to start a Facebook group of your own. I literally treasure our groups for so many reasons. Not only are they a safe place for me to bounce ideas off of my people and to teach them new nuggets that I found success with, but it's also a pure joy to just watch my students grow their businesses and uplift one another in a safe space that I've created for them. So how are you feeling? Are you feeling ready to go? Doesn't it feel so much better when you're starting from the bottom of the mountain and you have permission to not figure out every little thing from the jump? And by the way, no one in the history of launching something great has ever had it all figured out in the beginning. Not Oprah, not Tony Robbins, not Amy Schumer, and certainly not me. 
all of the leaders that you're watching, every single one of them has started somewhere. Everyone starts with one step. Honestly, it's not just a smart business move and solid launching point, but it's also pretty darn cathartic. You'll soon find out how utterly not alone you truly are in the pursuit of something on your heart and how people in your life or social media circle want you to succeed and are thrilled to cheer you on. If it helps, think of your social media as your legacy, your story. With each post, you're adding more to the narrative that is your life. This narrative that your loved ones will someday read. Each post is like a love letter to the universe and through you inviting people in on the journey, you're simultaneously inviting people to show up bigger for their life too. If you don't believe me on this, I dare you to take 10 minutes and scroll all the way back to the beginning of my feed. I've never deleted a single post. You can see everything from the photos of my dog to the first picture I ever posted on Instagram, which is a terrible filter in a sunset. And I'm pretty sure it didn't even have a caption. I want for you to see that transformation because you can see what's actually possible for you. You don't have to have an aesthetic. You don't have to have perfect branding. You don't have to have your message nailed down in invite people into your life right now. We are all living the messy middle. And the more that we invite people in, the more real we become and the more excited people are when they see us triumph. Because guess what, friends? We are on the path to triumphing together. And like I always say, there's only one way to get started by simply just doing it, taking the leap and continuing to show up. Sometimes when it's messy, sometimes when it doesn't feel easy, sometimes when you're uncertain or discouraged, done is always going to be better than perfect. And I think you'll find things have a way of unfolding and becoming clearer as you keep pushing forward. So it is your time today, friend. It is time to start. Tag me in your beginning so that I can come alongside and cheer you on. Congratulations, the journey is about to begin. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time, Gold Diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals and I'll see you on social media. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 